people think that I'm out here every single day having threesomes and shit like that. And it's like, it's really not that crazy. You probably did that shit like twice, three times max. Ooh, T, and I want to learn about that situation. But <laughs> you were supposed to be talking about what we're really talking about. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> Welcome to Bronx Girl at Heart, a space where we explore harsh truths about growing up in our 20s and show love to our past while looking towards our future. My name is Bronx Girl at Heart, aka Alanis. Hi guys, this is episode three. We made it to episode three. Thank you, thank you so much. Today is a very exciting episode because we are going to have our first artist guest today. Their name is Resting Bitch Face and we're promoting her EP, which is Pipe Dreams, so I'm super excited. Um, but before we get to that, our star topic is focused on loving outside the line. So in the theme of Valentine's Day, we're going to get into non-conventional relationships, non-traditional relationships, queer love, and just embrace the other side of love and relationships on this very special day and show how different people celebrate valentine's day to begin today's sound off is about marriage i want to know if marriage is a scam is it important to y'all i don't know i'm just gonna run down some things that i've been thinking about lately just with celebrity news that I've looked into and also just my own thoughts that keep me up at night. I'm like, is this something that I really want for myself? I feel like there's a change in terms of millennials and Gen Z and how we view marriage and how we view relationships in general. So I think this will be a good conversation to kick off our main topic of loving outside the lines. To me, marriage may be a scam. I don't know. Recently, we've seen a lot of celebrities like Tia Mori and Megan Good, quote unquote, graduating from their marriage. And these have been long term successful marriages. So I sense that the marriage success rate in the U.S. is shifting. It's in a downward trajectory. And I think it's because more and more young people are shifting the focus to just getting on with their lives and having babies sometimes even starting families, focusing on their career. And the idea of a lifelong union isn't even attractive anymore. I think it's because people feel like it's more so of a myth. Um, we see a lot of our favorite influencers and artists do this, like Ella Bands and A Boogie, even the Kardashians and the Jenners. I don't think there's one Kardashian that's had a baby in wedlock or under wedlock. Um, Kaylani, she has notably come out and said that her and her partner kind of just linked up and decided to have a baby. And Shakira and her soccer star ex also infamously decided to never get married and they just stayed boyfriend and girlfriend until the end of that relationship. So are these people on to something? Because marriage to me isn't, marriage to me isn't permanent. Um, it's really just a legal contract. I don't know if marriage and love go hand in hand, but I, I don't know how I feel about people being so quick to have kids before a commitment. Um, I do see on one hand that if you are really in love with somebody, the idea of having kids may be promising because at least you know the kids will stay for the rest of your life <laughs> as opposed to the marriage it's something that you can get a divorce and keep it pushing especially for the regular like middle class lower class people like a divorce isn't too crazy but definitely when you get wealthier and um, higher on the totem pole of just material wealth and goods that divorce situation gets a little messier but for the everyday person i don't i don't see marriage as something that is keeping people together anymore what do you guys think about that definitely dm me and let me know your thoughts 
Um, the weekend has even commented on this. He was in his song Hawaii with Maluma. They did a remix. He said, I'd rather go half on a baby because at least I know it's not temporary. At least I know we'll share something real. I think Gen Z and millennials and just people in our 20s right now, I, I just feel like the focus of marriage has gone, has been pushed off to the side. Like maybe that's a 30s thing. Um, maybe that's something we'll think about more in our 30s. But right now, the people around me are just focused on getting money and like achieving their dreams. Um and I guess love is going to have to find us. I jotted down a few things that I thought define a good, healthy relationship. So for me, a good, healthy relationship are involves two people pursuing their goals alongside each other and helping each other through life. Um, it also involves no possession of each other. A partner that sees the real you. Mutual support, acceptance, balance, peace. A sense of freedom and also when the intentions aren't confusing like it should be clear it should be simple at least in a theoretical happy world <laughs> that I dream of I don't I don't think there should be much confusion it should it just is what it is when it's true love and true partnership marriage conflicts with this for me because there's a lack of freedom there's a lifelong contractual agreement that you're signing it's a legal document a lot of times there's social perceptions of what a marriage should be that are put on to the couple that chooses to get married so it tends to enforce strict gender roles like the woman has to take a man's last name in straight couples and that causes women to kind of lose their individuality you lose out on the ability to be a sole person. Now you represent a unit everywhere you go. And I'm also thinking, like, is marriage even fun? Because it seems like all the fun, freaky shit is only allowed outside of marriage. Isn't that when, theoretically, in a marriage, isn't that when your freak flag should fly? Like, but no. Guys want to be like, nah, I won't do that to my wife. It's like what please so for someone who doesn't even know if I'll make it to sleep on the bed today instead of the couch I think I have some time to think about this but I'm wondering if marriage is any more than a business agreement and a big party or can true love and marriage coexist that's something to think about so yeah DM us Bronx girl at heart fam DM us and let me know your thoughts on this. Like, are you looking forward to get married? Is marriage for you just a big party and a reception? Do you feel like there's true value in it anymore in this social climate and this world that we're in? I would love to hear your thoughts. Now, moving on from that sound off, we are going to introduce our special guest. I mentioned our guest to you a little bit earlier this is our first artist on the podcast um i'm super excited she's right to the right of me so i'll let her introduce herself um just let them know again your your name and what borough you're from mm -hmm. and just like maybe a little bit about your art so what's up, y'all? I'm Reston Bitchface. I'm originally, <laughs> I'm originally from Harlem, but I'm staying in Washington Heights right now. But I've also lived in Brooklyn, so I've just been moving around New York for a little bit. And a little bit about my art. Um, people have been jacking me as an artist, and I will jack myself as an artist, but an artist of many forms. Um, but recently I've been working on some music, or more like I would say seriously working on music because um, I know it's just a little bit difficult for certain people to sit through different kinds of things and music is something that's universal and I want to reach out to the universe and this goes back what it's given to me so here we are yes we love a universal artist <laughs> now the name the mm -hmm. artist name what inspired your name resting bitch face all right so 
it's kind of a long story, but not like at all. <laughs> so I I have a resting bitch face. Like this is just something that's always been prevalent. Um, I think you have a great face. I do have a great <laughs> face, but you've also gotten to know me a little bit. Yeah, and I'm comfortable around you, but okay. like at, off first glance, that's not like what people see. And I was um, on a step team in my high school. And my coach actually um, named me Resting Bitch Face because we were supposed to be like girly girls. We were the Lady Dragons. It was supposed to be girly girls and smiling and cheering all the time. And whenever we got to like practice or whenever we got on stage, I just struggled with it. So they called me Resting Bitch Face, but I was supposed to be out of school. So I had to go by RBF, but I'm out in the world now. And every time I told my name, like people that was my name, they were like, oh my gosh, that's so iconic. So yeah. RBF, can I call you RBF? Yeah, you could call me RBF because it's yeah. a mouthful. Yes, but I like resting bitch face too. I like names that are a mouthful. It's like, mm-hmm. yes, remember me. Mm-hmm. But I'm also the type of person that loves giving people nicknames. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I don't know. I just give anyone a nickname when I really like them. That's true. That's yeah. True. So, RBF, period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Before we get into our casa confessions Uh you guys already know that's coming i know you guys are looking forward to it and it's getting spicier it's getting hotter each episode i'm like i'm raising the bar each episode just know that (laughs) (laughs) especially for our first artist who makes fire music who's putting out a fire ep i don't even think did you even mention what? Mention the name of your EP. Oh, you, I think we did a little bit at the beginning. Okay, I'm going to go into it again. It's called Pipe Dreams. Um, just because uh, it's, it's Valentine's Day. So, uh, all right. I'm a, it's a little bit of story time. I was originally coming to the, into this year like, oh my gosh, I want to make music. I want to have an EP out by April. Okay. That's, that's, that's still far away. But then I was like making these songs and I made another song and then I made another song. And I was like, wait, these are kind of cute and they're all kind of like love songs. So I was like, I'll put them out for Valentine's Day. And I'm very big on like wordplay and metaphors and stuff like that. So if you listen to the EP, you'll see where I got the name from. But yeah, Pipe Dreams. You beat your timeline. I did beat my timeline. That's I did lit. Beat my timeline. Doesn't that feel so good? Yeah, it does feel good. It's not as long as I would have wanted it to be, but I feel like it's super cute. Yeah. And people can enjoy it. So it's yeah. a little taste. I listen to little, it. Yeah. I listen to she it. She did. She got exclusive. Oh, I got the exclusive vibes. sneak peek. And I loved it. I was shaking my ass. I was like shaking my ass, but like in a rock star way. In a rock star, like cool. I'm like, giving y'all rock star vibes. Like you're giving me like what are you giving? You're giving like just to describe it to people before. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you'll listen to this podcast on the same day the EP comes mm-hmm. out. So that'll be perfect. But was it giving? I would say it's giving like Willow Smith meets Lil Uzi meets. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. That's crazy. Like, I've heard a couple different people. Willow Smith, though, thank you. Yeah. Like alternative rock star. I'm eating it up, y'all. Hood bitch, love a girl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. I so before. You see, love it. You see? I originally. Actually, we're not going to talk about that right now. What? Lover Girl? Is <laughs> no, that a name? N- I wanted to name it Lover Girl, but don't play with that. Don't play with but that. But he was like, nah, don't do that. And I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> but yeah, Lover Girl, but don't play with her. Period. That's Period. the alternative name. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> That's the side That's B. That's the vibes you'll get on it anyways. You'll yes. see. You'll see. You could do a side A and a side B. You're right. You're right. <clears throat> Yo, they giving me work, y'all. Like, what's <laughs> going on? I just started. It's my third day out here. <laughs> It's my third day out here. Yeah. So, before getting into Casa Confessions, um, I just want to know if you have any thoughts on my sound off, like, about Girl, marriage. How do you feel about I it? I was waiting for it. That's what I was really waiting for. <laughs> right? But she, yo. All right. Marriage. Do I believe in it? You know, I'm going to have to side with you a little bit on, like, I can understand why you think it's a scam because, like... Two years ago, you would have asked me about marriage, and immediately I would have told you, yeah, I don't believe in that shit. Don't ever try to talk to me about it. I don't believe in it. But I was thinking about it this morning. It was like a lot of people are influenced by, like, their parents and, like, just the stuff that they see, like, growing up and stuff. And celebrities definitely influence us a lot. But, like, my mom, when she told me, she was like, bro, you don't get married for love. I'm in this marriage for a business. And it's like. (gasps) She told you that? She told me that. At what age? (laughs) Bro, I mean, I was like, what, 16? At but it's 16? like, before that, I was okay. already seeing the signs of, like, okay, the marriage wasn't really given what it was supposed to give. And it's like, 
right. when you were talking about like um the kids and stuff, at least it gives us something real to like um hold on to or like show proof of like permanence and this that and the third. It's like a lot of people have that idea, and then a lot of people continue to have kids, thinking mm-hmm. that it's gonna prolong this love or prolong this relationship, and that doesn't necessarily work all the time. Now, do you feel? that because your mom told you that marriage is like a business did that kind of take away the spark for you i mean not necessarily and like i feel like a lot of people do that like i'll say something like oh this is not the first time like i'll say this to mm-hmm. you but like i'll say something about like oh my parents did this or this is an experience that i had and people are like oh like do you feel like this affected the way that you think and it's like yes but it's like i've also seen a lot of stuff and it's like that situation is not unique to me Mm -hmm. i've had multiple friends who've been in the same situation and you just listed a bunch of like celebrities and people that we see every single day Mm -hmm. so how many people do we know that are going through these things every day and how many people actually like sit down to critically think about why these things are actually happening Mm -hmm. and this that and the third so yeah it it did affect me but i've also just like grown up to see a lot of things that just continue to help me shape my own thoughts on marriage yeah yeah in the future do you think you'll consider getting married i mean i think about it here and there but like my main standpoint for now around it is or what i say is if you're gonna be with somebody you're gonna be with them like y'all gonna go through the trials and tribulations legality doesn't really make it real or not and some people get that like in over their heads about that Mm -hmm. and once we all get past that i think we will be in a much better place Okay, so those are our thoughts on marriage and relationships, and I love how you spoke a little bit to the non-traditional relationships, because we'll get to that in a sec. But first is Casa Confessions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Time to warm up. You're cold? I'm over here warm. Okay, well, you're going to warm up real quick, um, unless you decide to answer all the questions. Oh. I mean, you could still drink for fun. I mean, I, I, I was going to do that anyways. Period. <laughs> um, okay. I was going to do that anyways. So, we'll start off light. <laughs> What's a song on your EP that you would have sex to? All them. All them. All them. All them. If you had to pick one. If I had to pick one, it would have to be Dream Boys. That's like, first of all, I feel like so far that's like the most like full, that's the fullest song that I have and it's like shows like most of the like all of the not all of the techniques that i used to make the first couple songs i was able to implement them and then add some new stuff to like really make a nice clean song but um i'm really excited to put it on my sex playlist so i can hear my songs next to the other songs i'll be fucking to so <gasps> i could play the weed hoe so you would have sex to your son like you're actually oh, yeah. planning on this I, I'm, I'm ready oh <laughs> yes my head is big as fuck i'm so yeah do you feel like myself. you feel like that's cocky like i don't care <laughs> you're like i made this shit i don't care i don't care all right and it'll get you in the mood because yeah, you put you some, know? i don't even recognize myself when i'm listening to the song oh, half the real? time so yeah it feels like somebody else a little bit a little bit <laughs> okay so let me know if that if that ever happens and you ever have that experience, you know. Do you plan to have sex with my son? I don't even, you know. Or what song you plan to have sex to when the you time comes? Stunna did it for me. I really like Stunna. I feel like that's really like your, like, that's like your single. Mm-hmm. That's that what, is that's, your that's single. That's what I was planning on, but I was like, let me drop a little bit. I'm a little ambitious. Stunna I got to go big or go home. But Stunna, Stunna is like the single to me. Like, you know, like the pop single, like how you get the the majority of fans and then the real ones tune in for the other ones. Yeah. Okay. Next question. What is your toxic trait in relationships that you're not giving up? Uh, I'm not supposed to give it up. Oh, I, I thought I wasn't supposed to give up the toxic trait. No, like I, a toxic trait. Like, you know, you, you know, you're toxic. Saying now. I can't write. I see what you're saying now. You okay. just saw it. Okay. Oh, what? <laughs> that little back and forth just what is a that bit. like i misheard what you said but then you was trying to explain yourself and now i'm trying to explain myself to answer the question that you kind of repeat right now so but i right. don't even know if that's the toxic right. trait um okay so it's your like, boyfriend's looking like yeah <laughs> oh i know exactly he is not that. in the room right now <laughs> oh your boyfriend's not in the room 
Oh, that's a little jokey. Joke, oh, okay. Y'all. No, there's no one in the room right now. I'm just kidding. No there's the just a weird person on the corner. I don't forget I said there's that. Two other people in here. Whatever. Really want to talk about it. Okay. But what you would call it? Um. Damn. What was the question again? Uh, sorry. I oh, threw oh, my you toxic off. trait that I'm not giving up. Um, so you like to interrupt people? It, I, I be interrupting mm-hmm. and selective memory. Okay. <laughs> a disruptive queen, a delusional queen. Oh, very delusional. Love it. <laughs> it's, it's it's more fun being delusional. It's water. You know, we're like both here, water signs. Here and there, like, but when it's time to be real, I be real. But it, when it's delusional, it's it be fun as fuck. Right. We're both water signs, so we get it. Mm-hmm. The girls that get it, get it. Can be delusional women. Okay. That's, that was a good answer. Mm-hmm. What's something that your younger self would get canceled for if the internet were around? Damn. <laughs> canceled for? Mm. I don't know. Oh, yikes. <laughs> yikes. <laughs> I don't know. You could always take a shot if you don't want to answer. I mean, I'm trying to think. But I'll take a shot because I can't, You'll take a I can't shot. think of one right now. Oh, they was ready already? Oh, okay. No, they was, was not ready. Say. I'm going to pour it for you fresh. Mm-hmm. Mm. I'm okay. ready. Damn. Period. Um, Casa, no, Blanco. Oh, I poured you the fattest shot, too. That's okay. I'm going to take the whole thing. Oh. And you could probably. Can we get a glass for her? No chaser. No chaser? No. Are you sh- for real? I'm good. For real? I'm good. That's bro. how you like it? I'm good, bro. Oh, Casa Frico. Casa Frico. We got a wild one today. <laughs> okay. No chaser. <laughs> Straight. Period. Uh huh. Okay. You feeling warm? You feeling nice? I'm feeling nice. <laughs> I needed that. Nice. Okay. I'm going to name a few sexual acts and let me know if they're valid or too freaky. All right. This is going to be quick. All right. Fisting. Whoa. <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think there's nothing you can say to me, but fisting, I'm personally not ready for that. So, yeah, that's too freaky for me right now. Okay, right now. Today. We could let her <laughs> loosen up a bit and then maybe... Maybe yeah. with some lube, she'll be open. Uh-huh. <laughs> Play fighting. Oh, for sure. I love that shit. That's fun. Pegging a man. I could be down with that. Okay. I, I, I've been trying to try that for a while. You like actually. that control. Um, it's not, uh, you could say that. You like seeing it's a, not man, even a, a man in yeah, all fours. Just squirm. <laughs> just and really enjoy himself. You know? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Vulnerable. Yeah. That's yeah. the word. Okay. Role playing. Role playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not my best thing. I feel like I'm able to do it more outside of the bedroom because I get really awkward sometimes in the bedroom. But yeah, definitely role playing is something I want to try out more. Okay. Would you wear like little costumes, little outfits? Oh, yeah. I got I got everything ready. I just got to be serious okay. and take myself serious. Okay. Yeah. Doing it outdoors. Been there, done that. Would you care? Would definitely do it again. Would you care to share? Where was the outdoor location? Prospect Park. Oh, I actually, you know, that was the first place. That was the first place I got. I got high. Oh, I thought you was about to say the first place. You I, just got, I got head. <laughs> no, that was the first place I <laughs> I smoked weed and Yo, we blacked really out. Yeah, we really feeling the tease tonight, huh? <laughs> so, like, that was the first place I. <laughs> Uh, once in a while, mm-hmm. sometimes, you got know, you, a you. cute little thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Peeing. <laughs> <What's> <laughs> like getting, <laughs> like getting peed on or peeing on somebody. No, I might pee on somebody. I'm not getting pissed on though. <laughs> Have you peed on somebody before? Never. Oh. Why? Mm. Why? Oh. All right. This begs the question. Is squirt piss? I think it's partially pee. Okay. So then take me. Y'all okay. could take that how y'all want it. So, y'all heard it here first. The exclusive. She's a squirter. <laughs> <laughs> she let y'all know, not me. Yes. 
You know, don't don't say I never told Jonathan. Who I found out? <laughs> Next question. <laughs> What's a bedroom mishap that you're embarrassed to talk about? Um, this actually didn't happen in the bedroom, but it was pretty embarrassing because that shit was gross as fuck. <laughs> but oh. I don't know. I spice said she did this shit the other day too. Oh. Like I was um sucking dick and I threw up and I had to scoop it back up and act like nothing ever happened and go home while Wait, I spice said she did this too. Yeah, a relatable queen. Relatable so you just fuck. you just swallowed it I and just put it back up. Kept it going. Yeah. Did the person home? Did the person notice? I'm not sure. I don't know. I just had him take me home after that, though. And I never saw him again after the fact. Okay. Maybe it added to the experience. Like, it's just Yikes. Some, some texture. Yikes. <laughs> I mean, it was real quick. Like, the way it, before it could even come down, I had that like, shit back up. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're a professional. They didn't even notice, probably. A you professional. Got, you I was this? just actually starting back then. Like that was maybe my third or fourth time giving head. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully you've been to someone pre- I was not supposed to be giving head. But oh, that's a story for another day. That's a story for another day. Well, hopefully you have time. You have had time to reflect, and you have grown from that experience. Hallelujah. That I have. Hallelujah. Well, you made it through Casa Confessions. Mm. You made it like a champ. Only one shot. Yeah, I want another one, though. You want another another what? Another shot? Another, another question. Oh, okay. Another, another shot. Take another shot. Shot at clock, period. Shot at clock. And I gave her a huge shot, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shot at clock. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. Get nice and warm before our next topic. What is that? Well, it's the main topic that we all came here for. Mm-hmm. We're talking about loving outside the lines, doing relationships in our own way, and just a new way to celebrate Valentine's Day for those people and relationships that aren't often represented on Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. So let's let's get into it. The first thing I wanted to talk about um just to i guess set the ground for this conversation have you ever been in a non-traditional relationship or a same-sex relationship um so i have been am currently in a non-monogamous yeah question mark (laughs) a non-monogamous relationship okay um and what that meant to me is that me and my partner either by ourselves or together would engage other people not necessarily only in a sexual relationship because I never wanted to have relationships with people like solely based on sex but you know based off of the thing like you know I like to have friends with people too and get to know people and if we have sex then we have sex but if we don't then cool um and yeah within that I had my first same sex relationship um two of those actually and I definitely got to learn a lot that I have been trying to explore. And if I had not been in a non-monogamous relationship, I wouldn't have been able to do that because I would have been in a, um, what's the other, a monogamous relationship yeah. with my boyfriend. And um, I have been wanting to um, be in relationships with women before, but I was just very um, kind of wary about how I wanted to approach them because I feel like I come off very masculine and like I know the way that men approach women sometimes and I know how we don't like that and I feel like I was going to come off that way so it was just very a lot of like learning and observing and trying things and seeing what worked and what didn't and what I liked and what I really didn't like and yeah that was definitely an experience because there's lots of misconceptions that people have about certain people and types of people and those aren't always true. Yeah. yeah. So you described your relationship as non-monogamous. Yeah. Is, does it? Is there another phrase for it, or do you just go by non-monogamous? Um, um, I would say uh, polyamorous is another term that people use, and that just basically means that you are able to love like multiple people. And I've always.
always felt that way because like 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 I said this is like my first real long-term relationship and before that the only people I've loved this much were my friends (laughs) and it was like a lot of it was really unexplainable to me when it happened because it's like all right so like what's the romantic part because I didn't really understand romance like that Mm -hmm. but the way that we fell in love was like not like going out on dates and dancing and this that and the third it was just very a lot of like you know like um a lot of people like oh sometimes you have to get to know a person to like really Mm -hmm. love them and this that and third like you just see a lot of the little things and what things make people unique and then you appreciate them for that that's so sweet and see things that people don't get to see every single day and then to even be loved and then feel like you can't be loved and to have someone love you and show you why you should be loved and why they love you is very empowering and makes you feel good. That's and so makes sweet. you want to give back, I guess. Yeah. In your non-monogamous relationship or your poly relationship, what mm-hmm. are some things you've learned about yourself? Um, so, jealousy um, is, like, a very big, like, topic mm-hmm. or, like, um, that runs rampant across, like, all types of relationships, like, period, like, friendships people don't even understand to be jealous of their friends or jealous of the friendships that their friends have with other people mm-hmm. and this, that, and the third, but it was, like, really understanding what that meant, and it's, like, jealousy is in not inherently a bad feeling, and you just have to understand what it means to you and what triggers it and how you can, you know, work around that, because it's, like, certain times, um, what's the whole thing? It's, like, oh, like, um, what's the topic? It's, like, people people like to talk about they're like oh can your boyfriend like twitter pics on online and this that and the third and it's like bro bro, we're not stupid we're not blind we can all look at something and agree that this thing looks nice but what is the reason behind Mm -hmm. you liking this picture is this the only picture that you're liking Mm -hmm. every time you see it online um is this what you're surrounding yourself with Mm -hmm. and this that and the third and it's like you can this like the same way we expect someone to be like oh i can have a relationship with a man and it not be like anything more than just a relationship and a friendship it should be able to go the other way but then there's this also this thing that's like oh at a, after a certain point no man wants to just genuinely be friends with a woman and it's like why would mm. you not want to genuinely be friends with someone yeah. and like that's another thing too i feel like people are terrible friends sometimes and like of that's course. the reason why they can't keep romantic relationships and then it turns into oh nobody loves me um people always leave and this that and the third and it's like a lot of i felt i was part of that so there would be times where i think like that and i like start doing things but to be able to have that conversation with someone that you really love is takes like deep conversations and people have to get past certain parts to have deep conversations to get past things that you know you can't get through on your own and they're hard to talk to to other people about but you have to talk about them so that you can get past them and that's one of the things that makes love love because love is a verb yeah it it requires action Mm -hmm. do you feel like honesty is one of those important actions for sure yeah for sure and um i say this a lot and it's like um a lot of my friends like when like i don't know why people think i'm like some kind of kind of like relationship guru or something like that but people are like all right so like ask me questions this like um from here and there i mean because you're spitting facts right now you're teaching the people i don't i don't really think i'll be spitting like that (laughs) but i guess but um they're like oh like do you trust your boyfriend this and there it's like yes i trust him but I, i also have to trust myself to mm-hmm. trust him and at the end of the day like if i'm gonna be completely honest there's always a little voice at the back of my head not only about him or about that relationship but about a lot of things that is always just like gonna be like a little denial or a little doubt about something but as long as you're you know your partner's reassuring you and you're able to reassure yourself or speak when you feel uncomfortable and this that and third you should be able to work through most things a lot of things if not everything Okay, with the jealousy thing, I feel like a lot of people choose. You monogam- have to be able to talk about it. Like, yeah. if you can't, like, 
um, go to your partner and like say you like what you see something. And it doesn't have to be like I want to pursue that. It's like mm-hmm. okay, that's cute. It's like a lot of times even when we're watching TV, I'll be like, oh my god, that man is fine and he's looking at me crazy. Like, but I do that same shit back then. But mm-hmm. if you can joke about it, then that's the first step. Nobody's saying that you have to be out here fucking people with your boyfriend yeah. or saying that you have to be acceptable of your boyfriend fucking other people or you doing the same shit. Mm-hmm. But you guys should be able to you know make light of certain situations. Because it's really not that deep. Like, I remember when I first started talking to people about this shit, it was like, people think that I'm out here every single day having threesomes and shit like that. And it's like, it's really not that crazy. You probably did that shit, like, twice, three times, max. Oh, T, and I want to learn about those situations. But (laughs) You were supposed to be talking about this. We're really talking about it. Oh, (laughs) wait, what? Oh, okay. You forgot about that. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Wait, so, okay, so, first off, you talking about, <laughs> okay, wait, let's, let's actually not get to that, let's address it now. That's wait, oh. wait, what do you mean, when was I supposed to be a part of a threesome? All right, so it, 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 it wasn't, it was, all right, so you see, it wasn't supposed to be a threesome, it was. Did I know about this? It wasn't, it wasn't that, but when I first, like, started speaking to you, I was like, hey, like, me and my boyfriend are in a non-monogamous relationship. Oh. And, you know, we're trying to talk to people and see what that means for us. And this, this, was that on, and this was on Tinder? Something like that. Tinder, Tinder or Bumble. Yeah. Okay. Tinder, because I wasn't on Bumble. Okay. But, yeah. <laughs> and you was like, I'm only looking for friends right now. And I was like, all right, that's cool. And th- that's what I said back then. It's like, people be like, oh, all right, if somebody doesn't try to, like, accept your first advance, then it's mm-hmm. like, it's totally clipped. And I understand that, but, mm-hmm. like, I never come off that when it's like, here we are fucking doing a podcast right now. Like, right. what the fuck would have happened if I was just like, oh, all right, she ain't respond to me, da 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 Like, okay. what the fuck? Yeah. All right. Well, sorry I rejected your advice. Oh, it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> I was actually looking for friends, and I've actu- I'm actually still looking for friends, and I've mm-hmm. actually been celibate. Of course. So... Celibacy game. Good for you, good for you. Because <laughs> last time we went out, she told us she was celibate too, and I, we, I told you yes, I was celibate yes, last time did. too. Yes, you did. Okay, mm-hmm. and I'm, I've been sticking to it. As you should be. Okay. Ooh, T. Wait, 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 wait. Real quick on the celibacy thing, because I remember when I went celibate, I saw this post like literally two years later. I was like, oh my gosh, when you end up going celibate, but not because you wanted to, but just because you wanted to find good people to have sex with. Oh, and same. That's, that's literally why. Because it's like, it's not that we don't want to fuck. It's not that we don't want to give it up. But niggas and bitches be out here trifling. So. Oh, I feel like that. Like, yeah. where's that post? Because I need to, like, retweet that shit. Cause I'm going to find ex- it for you. That's, ex- find exact, it for you. that's exactly where I'm at. Like, it's not on some. I know celibate is usually attributed to, like, a religious thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think for me it's a religious thing. I feel like I'll fuck today or I'll fuck tomorrow. Bro. I'm just not. I haven't. Um, I haven't developed like that vibe with someone that'll make I I feel like feeling safe and mm-hmm. feeling like feeling uh, having a safe space is very important to me. Mm-hmm. I feel like finding that will be really important, and then finding someone that I'm like very comfortable with. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people also like connect their relationship to sex a lot. Mm-hmm. I used to do this. I'm working on this, but like um. When I first got into a relationship, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to fuck whenever I want. And then it was like, all right, I also got to think about what he want and, like, what's really oh. going on. Why are we having sex right now? You can't and just take the dick, or can well, you? Not always. Yeah. Not always. You got to think about a lot of other things. Because, yeah. like, it's, it's really an energy transfer. And sometimes if you're not feeling good and you try to have sex and think that it's going to make the, the mood feel better, it really don't end up working like that. And, like, there were points of t- and times in the relationship where it was like, all right, it's been a week where we haven't had sex, and it's like, well, is something wrong? Like, am I doing something? Like, is it's, like, what the fuck is going on? But it's like, it's literally so many other things to focus on, and sex should not be the main focus on your relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's good to know, because there's some people out there who probably think poly and non-monogamous relationships are just about sex. Bro. Like, y'all, <laughs> y'all just some freaks that want to fuck, like, the whole world and everybody. You guys are greedy. <laughs> what do you say to those people? I'm a little greedy, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. But, like, I, I, at the end of the day, like, I, there's so many other things to focus on, and I have people's... I, I like to think that I have people's best interests at heart, and I like to think about the bigger 
picture of like communities and relationships that could come out of those things mm-hmm. and you know sex is really fun and if we can have sex too that's that's amazing but there's so many other things that people are here to do and if we could just you know actually work on that instead of focusing on the superficial sex stuff like it would be a much greater vibe for everyone that just felt so dry saying that and it's really hot so <laughs> I, I know but. i i agree and i hear you speaking of sex stuff mm-hmm. um this was actually something that i saw on social media recently so gregory wright he's the founder of jisuru it's like mm-hmm. a ig clothing brand are you mm-hmm. familiar with it i was like who is that but jisoo yeah yeah um he's throwing up some social media chatter for a video that he recently posted on ig and gregory or i don't know if he goes by greg i think he goes by greg has been out as a gay man um for a while he was actually dating in a very public relationship with i think his name is shane justin He's also mm. another person uh, who owns um, an know. IG brand. I was trying to get some sweatpants. <laughs> it's a yeah, their stuff is cute. So they were in a relationship together, but Greg is going viral because he posted a video to his IG saying that he decided to stop, and I quote, living in sin and fornicating with men. Um, he just said, we're done with that. We, we're putting that to the side. He's living. He's had a spiritual awakening. Um, yikes. Do you think people can pray the gay away? Um, I don't, I don't know about all that. Pray the gay away. (laughs) I don't know about all that. (laughs) I I tried to pray the gay away. It didn't work. It came back, it it came back harder? It didn't work. Ray Jane, like, Ray Jane. (laughs) Yeah, pray the gay away is crazy. Like, there was this, you know the guy, you know the guy. Oh, I'm not gay no more. I'm delivered. Like, there was a sound. Yeah. We saw him on this show. He's still gay as fuck. Still gay as fuck. But that's basically, yeah, so people were connecting Jisoo's um, IG post to the I'm delivered guy. They were like, well, he's delivered too, I guess. I guess not because, yeah, it's not good. You could try, but like... Like people say, I don't think it's a thing that you can necessarily choose. Yeah. So you can try to pray it away, but it's gonna be there. It's at the core of who you are, really. Yeah. Um, does spirituality and religion have an effect on how you embrace your sexual identity, or has it had an effect in the past? Um, it uh, it has definitely had an effect on how I view my sexuality um not more so how i embrace it i definitely had to like get more comfortable in each of those things on their own and figure out how it worked for me and to accept both parts of those things and like religion and spirituality has also just been kind of a like its own like bubble in my head or just like kind of mess of trying to figure out because I grew up um, with my mom being Christian and then my dad was Muslim, but mm. she apparently hated Muslims and didn't want us to like read the Quran and shit, but she married a Muslim man. And according to that, like we were supposed to go against the patrilineal stuff, but because my dad is Muslim, I'm supposed to be Muslim. I heard about that. Yeah, yeah. so growing up, I only went to church when I was in Togo, but like when we were here, my dad would take us to the mosque and my grandma was um muslim and she was here my other grandma who was christian was never here so i just kind of grew up seeing more islam related Mm. stuff and that's what i felt more connected to in general and also i feel like all the religions are kind of just like a little bit like they're like fucking saying the same Mm. shit but in terms of like how people practice it i just always felt a little bit more connected to um islam in terms of the way they do the rituals and practice their rituals like, I love to smoke, but and I, like, literally started doing smoking as a ritual, like, literally every single step, like, being intentional with it, and this, that, and the third. Mm-hmm. And that also, like, led me to, you know, being intentional in my relationships and how I want to approach people and how I, I want to set boundaries with different people and this, that, and the third. So, yeah, it didn't, like, directly help me embrace my sexuality, but it helped me embrace myself to embrace my sexuality. Okay. So do you I do you identify as like a Muslim personally? Um, I'm kind of like wary about that because I don't like read Quran every day and mm-hmm. I like go here and there, but 
I mean, inshallah, like, <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like wanted to say I'm, something back, but I'm like, <laughs> let me not, because I literally don't know. And it's like, <laughs> I, um, I don't really speak to a lot of my family, um, mm. right now, but I speak to my grandma, and she's like super Muslim. Yeah. And she be giving me with a little prayer every time I speak to her. So that always, like, you know, helps me bring me back a little bit. And I actually started, like, um, talking to this girl. We were, like, we went to high school together. We yeah. never really talked in high school, but we, would, like, started, like, talking back and forth. Because she's, like, kind of super cool. But she asked me if I wanted to go to Masjid with her the other day. And I was like, bro, like, that's so cool. I would love to do that. Yeah. So we got to do that sometime soon. So that I can, you know, actually start being active outside of my yeah, I think Islam is, like, a beautiful religion. I think any religion, when people practice it with, like, great intention. And if you want to talk about marriage, since, you know, I'm uh, close enough to Islam, if you want to marry me, I need $50,000. Ayy. That's the bride price. <laughs> Period. I like yeah. that. You see? There's I some like traditional that. values. That you cannot change. Mm-mm. We're keeping those forever. Mm-mm. I like Mm-mm. that idea. Okay, so we talked a little bit about your religious identity, your relationship style. Um, do you care to share like your sexual orientation, your identity? You don't have to. Um, just like I mean, I, I, I like I like I like all of them. You like all of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I only ask because in a recent Rap Genius interview, Ice Spice says we're here and we're queer. Mm-hmm. So we got a queer queen. You see? And that's really funny because um, like the word queer has been coming up a lot like mm-hmm. around me and it's like I don't necessarily use that word to uh, like I don't say like I'm queer. I'll be like oh I'm bi or like mm-hmm. I like girls or and depending mm-hmm. on the situation I like this that and a third. But I like maybe I like queer. You know what's crazy? You give me queer vibes. Really? See, I don't everybody know. says that. I said I, I probably give queer vibes to people, but I don't outwardly say yeah. I'm queer. So. Yeah, you give vibes of like a person that would say queer. <laughs> I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right. But yeah, you know, you like what you like. Mm-hmm. And yeah. About the Ice Spice thing, mm-hmm. how important do you feel like it is for us to have more celebrities be honest about their identities and their relationship styles? Or is it our business? Um... You see, the way when you add it, is it our business? <laughs> it's really not our business. But if but they want to make everything yeah. our business, like they need to be honest about it because there's definitely a lot of people who are looking up to them, mm. and like especially kids, like people like that might not be your target audience, but like kids are always paying attention, mm. and they're definitely very impressionable. So even if you're gonna be out here like saying this, that, and a third, at least be honest about it because there are some kids who they're not like. They know what they're talking about. They know what they're consuming, and they can at least be like, "All right, this person is real," mm-hmm. and you know, this is what I want to be like when I grow up, mm-hmm. or something like that. We like authentic people. Like, not everybody is supposed to be like, um, I don't know, like soft and like kind of have like a nice demeanor and this, that, and third. And kids are already learning that like way sooner. So, uh, if you talk about, c- can you say you gay to a kid? I feel like you can say that. And that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Does queer baiting bother you? Do you know what that is? It's like, you see. So uh, just to give some context, there's been celebrities like Cardi B that have made songs about kissing girls. Um, Ice Spice recently said we're here and we're queer. And a lot of times when people come out initially with those statements, um, we have some, I guess, some attention is drawn to these statements by the queer community, by the gay community as like, you're queer baiting. Like, are you really, or are you just saying this to kind of play into our pockets? Harry Styles has also been accused of queer baiting mm-hmm. and different artists. Those wrinkles are bringing them up. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a real issue or like, um, what do you like think? Like a real issue or a Twitter issue? It's That's an what issue. I'm saying. It's an issue either way. Okay. Because I feel like there are people who definitely are queer baiters in the center third. And I definitely didn't want to like come off that way, which was one of the reasons why I was so hesitant on pursuing relationships with women. And it's like, there are a lot of people like, um, my boyfriend and I, we were talking to this girl the other day who was like, you know, we're in a poly relationship. She was talking to my boyfriend. I wasn't talking to her, but she was talking about how she'd been in other relationships with women and this, that, and third, but she knew in her heart that at the end of the day, she wanted to be with a man. So it's like, all right, what made you come to that decision? And 
number two, what makes you, like, continue to get involved with women if you know that it's just, like, a, like, hee-hee-hee fun mm-hmm. moment for you? And it's, like, cool if both of y'all understand that, but there are yeah. some people who want to be in something deeper and they're over here getting invested in you and you're literally only with them because you want to have a hot kinky moment and that shit is like absolutely ridiculous to me um fuck i forgot what i was saying no i think we were talking about queer baiting oh yes queer baiting so yes and that too and it's like um what was it they were talking about like tiana taylor and this that, yeah and the third. so just to add more context like queer baiting tends to be like when people use like I guess they insinuate to being gay or possibly being queer or non-binary in the public eye, Mm -hmm. but maybe in their real life, they don't align with that. And that's also another thing, like, I feel like a lot of, like, um, um, polyamorous people also face, because it's like, there's this trope on Twitter that's like, oh my god, um, the, the, the bi girl that's, like, in a heterosexual relationship and they only, like, have threesomes with other women, and it's like, that's like... There are some people who do that, and there are people who do that who are queer baiting because at the end of the day, they don't see any value in the women that they're getting involved in besides, you know, that little fun time that they're having. Mm-hmm. And in my eyes, that's queer baiting. That's not what I do. You feel like that's queer baiting when a woman, what when, when I, a woman only, um, gets involved with other women sexually just for fun. Okay. But what if that's a part of their sexuality as well? And like you said... I can understand that, but then that also goes into, like, me seeing how, like, men look at women purely as sexual objects and not, like, Mm. as a whole person. So Mm. it's like, you don't see this woman as a whole person. You're just seeing this woman because you want to enjoy her. Because, you know, she loves doing this with other women and she she might like you, so you're going to engage in this with her for tonight. That's an interesting perspective. Yeah. I, I didn't see it that way. I I think I feel like there's some women so there's different there's um sexual I guess attraction and sexual orientation and then there's mm-hmm. like a romantic mm-hmm. attraction and, and romantic orientation. I've seen people try to like divvy it up that way too. Yeah. They'll be like, Oh, I'm sexually attracted to women and men, but I'm only romantically attracted to men and it's like And that's fair. Okay. If you say so. I don't really see how that works to me because it's like, yeah. I mean. I think sometimes in that, okay. Because me, I can be romantic with either person. So I don't right. see how you can be romantic with literally only one. I can understand you saying you don't want to be romantic with one person. Yeah. But to say you don't want to be with romantic with the entire sex is kind of absurd to me. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's a lot to look in here. I'm not sure the facts. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes there could be a lot of like what is it, like, heteronormativity in mm-hmm. that? Where it's, like, maybe a woman just sees, like, the ultimate goal as being with a man, but, yeah. you know, sexually, what excites them is being with a woman. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's some heteronormativity in that, if I'm mm-hmm. saying that word correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, or, who knows, or maybe, you know, because I've heard it in different ways also. I've heard, like, men be like, I am sexually attracted to men but romantically attracted to women and a lot of times maybe that could be some of like the dl community not Mm -hmm. necessarily everybody but you know because some it's kind of like fetishes and Mm -hmm. stuff like that like people have like their own thing that excites them in the bedroom Mm -hmm. and sometimes that separates from what they're into relationship wise Mm -hmm. but it's like i feel like it's on an individual basis like you will really have to judge that person to see if it's do are they like are they pretending to be something they're not Mm -hmm. maybe they're influenced by society and their Mm -hmm. situation or maybe that's really how they feel Mm -hmm. and to be honest even right now like there's this whole thing where like the non-binary girls are like supposed to be like the hot girls and this that and the third and lots of guys will pretend to be also non-binary so that they can be with these girls but then the people in the community will see just the kind of like discrepancies between these people not actually accepting like and understanding what queer community means and what non-binary culture means and this and third and it's like there's a difference between not knowing but willing to learn but these people be here with their non-binary girlfriends just because you know they look good for aesthetics and this that and the third but literally trying not trying to do any of the work to understand where they come from what that means for them and what that means for the people that they're close to Mm -hmm. so that's also queer baiting to me 
Yeah, I think we're just, there's so many things to talk about with this topic, but we just scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. And I would love to continue talking about this because it's like, there's there's so many terms now and so many ways that people identify, so many ways that people always identify, but now there's like visibility to it. Yep. Um, and I think it's important for us to understand each other and just like to be able to be allies and support each other. Or maybe when we see other people being honest and living in their truth, it'll help us live in our truth. Yeah. Okay. So in moving on to your EP. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in your EP, you talk a lot about love and relationships. Um, is there any is there a specific topic that you you learned more about while creating these songs? Um not necessarily. Like a lot of the times when I listen to like West Indies music or like whenever I listen to old music you put I'm like pressing like who is this song about? <laughs> who are you talking about? This that and the third and like when I was like making my music he was kinda pressing me about the same thing. And I was like actually like I wasn't it wasn't like any specific one person. I was just talking about like all of the relationships that I've been in, relationships, situations, just whatever the fuck you want to call mm-hmm. them. Um and just like what I've learned on and reflected how I was moving in those types of shits or moving in those kind of relationships versus how I'm moving now. Um and on Rodeling, it's just kind of, you know, like, I'm shy um, in person, no matter what the fuck you think. There's a lot of things that I may come off a certain way, but there's a lot of things I'm constantly not saying. And I feel like one of the themes on there a lot is I, I'm thinking a lot of things, but I'm not saying them. But because I'm better at writing myself out, but I feel stupid when I write myself out. So I'm not going to write them and give them to you mm-hmm. but if it sounds nice i'll put it on a beat maybe you'll listen to it and not take it that deep because it's like really never that deep like it's always that deep for me but it's also really never that deep so this like this way of expressing myself has really helped me really understand like it's really not that deep but it is that deep and it's okay for it to be that deep for me um because you know i could it, it's like what um, what that Andre 3000 said, y'all don't hear me, y'all just want to dance, and it's like, yeah, we hear you, but we still gonna dance. Yeah. But yeah. Do you feel like music is a space where you can kind of just say anything and be free? Yeah, a little bit. People, people still gonna like try to read into what you're saying and mm-hmm. this that and the third, um, because I know I do that a lot when I'm listening to music. Like, oh my gosh, what does it mean? That I do that too. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, um, I think it's. Like, I definitely understand, like, trying to be, like, ignorant when it comes to music, but I think that people should also try to actively be a little bit more intentional when they're making music. Because they're both an art form. No, not one, one is not better than the other, but if you can say nonsense on a beat, you can spit some real shit on a beat. Right. And you can spit real shit and nonsense at the same time. And there's influence in music as well. Mm-hmm. But not every song has to be on that type of time. For Some real. songs can just be fun. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I was like, I don't want to make Stunner. And then every single song, I make sound like Stunner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like the EP definitely feels like Stunner. And the next song is a different vibe. And the next song is a little bit of a different vibe. But you can all kind of tell that they're all like related or kind of telling a story. And I hope I told the story well. Yeah. What are like? Do you want to give the audience like a little inside scoop of the process of making your EP? Um. So, it it really wasn't much to it. I literally woke up one day, and um, my boyfriend was paying Duke that he be having his bro send him literally from Arizona. They be <laughs> working, bro. And I was like, oh shit, this is kind of cool. And no, he was playing it in the studio. And I was like, started like making a little melody to it. And I started writing. Um, and I was like, all right, send me the beat. Mm-hmm. I started writing that shit. I literally stayed up all night finishing that song. The next day, I went to the studio. I recorded the whole shit. And I was like, wait, that's kind of like really fire. I didn't expect it to be that good. And I put it on SoundCloud literally that day. Mm-hmm. I posted it on my Instagram and everyone was like, wait, that's you? That's you? And I was like, wait, people actually like it? Like, it sounds no fire. Way. Like, it's like, fire. No way. And then literally that whole week, I was like working on a bunch of different songs. I like made like literally eight songs. Like y'all not even seeing the full shit of what I did this month, but y'all gonna get a little taste. And I'm excited for y'all to see it. 
I love that. Yeah. And lastly, mm-hmm. before we get into, I guess, a little bit more about your EP, mm-hmm. um, what's your favorite way to celebrate Valentine's Day? Hmm. So holidays, like in general, have always just kind of been like really weird for me. Um, like I never really celebrated them. And then in terms of like being on my own and then just really only having my friends to rely on and seeing how they would do stuff. Um, Valentine's Day, like, or any holiday, really, just a chill day with my loved ones. Um, because I never really celebrated Valentine's Day until now. And, Aww. yeah. <laughs> like, in high school, like, we had, like, what, what was it? Secret, not, like, they used to send the candy grams and yeah. shit. And, like, literally, my friends would send me candy grams, like, because I wasn't fucking with nobody on that type of timing i wasn't putting myself out there like that i also don't think people were looking at me like that but you know if you have your loved ones you know i love listening to music so i'm gonna be listening to my ep probably getting yes some crazy Ooh. yeah a little uh <laughs> from the uh <laughs> okay yeah and y'all should be listening to my ep too on valentine's day yes i made it for y'all so something we do in every episode is we identify a harsh truth. Mm-hmm. So since this episode is about love and relationships and the different ways in which those topics present themselves, mm-hmm. what's a harsh truth that you've learned about love and relationships, maybe recently, maybe while making your EP or just through your own non-monogamous relationship? Hmm. A harsh truth. I can start. So a harsh, yeah, a harsh truth that I've identified for myself is that um, love isn't something you chase or Mm -hmm. go looking for. I think I was like, definitely for part of my teen years, I was desperate for like companionship. I kind of like just idolized this idea of like having a boyfriend and having that picture perfect love life and happily ever after and I I wouldn't say I chased it physically but I chased it like mentally like I Mm -hmm. always thought about it I like I yeah I just overthought about it Mm -hmm. and I realized now that I'm older that like you you can't chase you attract so Mm -hmm. shifting the focus to loving yourself pouring into yourself establishing your friendships making sure your shit is together mm-hmm. having goals and focusing on yourself then you'll attract that right partner you'll attract the love that's meant for you when mm-hmm. the right time comes mm-hmm. that's ultimately something like you can't if it's real you can't force it you can't you can't make it in a lab like it's something mm-hmm. that's just gonna find you mm-hmm. so that's a harsh truth that i had to learn like you could put on whatever outfits you want to put on. Obviously, you can do things that might put you in a better predicament to mm-hmm. find love, but ultimately, yeah, ultimately, it's it's gonna play out how it's gonna play out, mm-hmm. and you'll attract better things by pouring into yourself. So mm-hmm. that's my harsh truth. And to build off of that, my harsh truth is that you can't hide like. A lot of people be having like this arbitrary timeline, be like, oh my gosh, you have three years to get to know a person, oh, yeah. or three years to really get to know a person. And it's like, you really have the option of showing your full self at the first time you guys interact, or within those first couple of moments that you guys interact. And there was lots of things that, you know, I tried to like, you know, not try to like show off right away because I didn't want to scare people off. Or this, that, and the third. But it's like, you have to be authentic. Not everyone has great days every single day. You're going to have terrible moments. And you're going to need some support from the people around you. And you have to be able to show them what those moments look like. So that they can actively be able to help you um, through those moments. Instead of, you know, you acting cool, calm, and collected for two years. And then all of a sudden, it seems like you're just breaking at the seams. Because of something really simple. When, you know, you guys could have been talking about different ways to attack different problems throughout those two years so yeah and there's been lots of times where it's like all right um 
I'm in this relationship and it's like I, I'm like try to keep my individuality and it's like oh I don't have to tell my partner every single thing that I'm going through or every single thing that I'm experiencing but it's like literally sometimes I don't even choose to so the stuff just comes out of my mouth it's like it feels good to be able to share something with someone yeah you can't hide you can't hide if it's real mm-hmm. the love is real so yes we have come to the end of the episode that was an amazing harsh truth um rest in bitch face my new favorite artist y'all ep out now ep out today today y'all today and let me spell it off for y'all that's r-e-s-t-i-n-g-b-x-t-c-h the name of f-a-c-e yes the name of the ep is pipe dreams where can people find your songs? You can find my songs on Apple Music, on Spotify, on Tidal, on YouTube Music, on Amazon Music. And you can also find me on Instagram at also known as Sarah. Um, yeah, because that's like, I have like a bunch of different aliases. You guys are about to find out. But yes, also known as Sarah Period. on Instagram to stay updated, to find out about more music and this, that, and the third. <laughs> and a video, video, sorry, video. Period. And since we're plugging socials, you know, follow us, um, Bronx Girl at Heart Podcast mm-hmm. on Instagram. We're also on Spotify and Apple, so make sure to follow and subscribe to stay posted on all our new episodes. Because we be chatting real shit up here, y'all. Period. Come on. Now, in every episode, we also always end off with a song of the day or a song of the podcast. I thought it would be really special if you picked a song from your EP so we could play a little snippet um, just to lead us out. Damn, but I ain't picked a snippet or whatever. Okay. You really like Stunner, but I really love Dream Boy, so you're going to pay Dream Boy. Dream Boy? Yeah. Okay. Period. This will lead us out. And it was such a great time having you. Hope to meet again. And Pipe Dreams out now. Everywhere. Yeah. Thank y'all for listening. Woo!